All right. All right. Well, um, really excited about this. Welcome to the to the first episode of um my new podcast, Minds Like Minds, um, brought to you by Dead by Design Films. Um, I'm your host, R.L. Melpica, uh, also owner and founder of Dead by Design Films. And um, I've been talking about doing a podcast for a while, um, uh, a, a podcast basically channeling these ideas for a while. I, a lot of you might know me from my boxing podcast, Fight Heads, that I did with Sean Heinberger. Um, so uh, if you enjoyed that, you'll get a little piece of that R.L. Melpica, but um, I'm going to be venturing down some different roads on this one. But I, I am really excited about it. Um, super excited to film it as well. Um, it, we're going to take that in a couple different different areas. This is really kind of a test run, this first episode, kind of giving everyone an idea of, first and foremost, what the podcast is about and uh, what I aim to do with this podcast. Um the whole idea of it, minds like minds, you know, it, it really digs deep into kind of like our inner self. And and for me personally, like I love to have conversations and and, and dialogue with people who have minds like mine, um, who who aren't very who don't have tunnel vision, who 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 don't necessarily go along with the status quo. Uh, who like to think deep and actually dig into things and look beyond the surface, behind the curtains. Uh, and that's kind of what this show is going to be about. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it because I haven't really had a platform where I could really do that. And I think this is the perfect platform for it, uh, filming it um, and, and recording these podcasts. Um, and and I've yet to figure out where I'm going to release it. It's either going to uh, I'm going to find a platform for it as far as from a um from a, uh, a server standpoint, but you will be able to watch and listen to the podcast on uh, Dead by Design Films web- website. That's deadbydesignfilms.com. So um, hey, you check into there, you'll know. And if you follow me on social media, whether that's Instagram, which is um, at RL underscore Melpica, uh, follow me on Twitter at RL Melpica, or uh, if you subscribe to the um, Dead by Design Films uh, Facebook page. So if you like that, follow that. You'll get all the updates you can. But um, what I really like about this whole this whole idea and situation is that I want it to be extremely interactive. And what I mean by that is, for those of you who listen to the podcast, who um maybe know me personally or or, or just started listening to me and want to be a part of the discussion, I think that's where this podcast can really go to the next level because uh, I created a a private group uh, on the Dead by Design Films Facebook page that allows everyone to kind of participate. And what I mean by that is like, uh, you know, I'm going to be touching on a lot of different topics and, and there's real, it's really a no holds bar type of podcast. Um, And and I'm going to get into some of the subject matter in a minute, but what, what the, what the page allows all of you out there to do is to be a part of the show in one way or another, whether that's a topic idea, an interview guest idea, uh, or just some thoughts on on some of the previous episodes, or thoughts on you know some of the topics that we do talk about, and and I'm all about including you. So um, if you are interested, definitely uh, request to join the group. There's a few questions that I ask just because I want to see where your mind's at to see if your mind is somewhat like mine, um, and then we'll. Um, 
we'll kind of go forward there. But I got a lot of a lot of real cool things planned, a lot of real cool guests. Um, you know, part of this whole creation uh, came, you know, kind of got sparked from a conversation with um, one of my closest homies, one of my best friends, uh, Deshaun uh the definition edwards and you know we talked about doing something like this so we're definitely gonna have him on he's got some incredible thoughts um uh m thomas uh matthew thomas from m thomas photography we're gonna have him on um up and coming rap killer crew uh music i'm doing a documentary on them right now we're gonna have them on at some point frank rashad uh from those of you uh who might have seen the the short documentary i did on him incredible mc in the dallas area uh for all my uh music fans out there uh, we're definitely gonna have him on um and and a bunch of other different people i can't name everybody but um but the main point of the podcast basically is to dive is to dive into the mind dive into the the depths of the mind and and really it comes down to for me what i call the seven pillars the seven pillars of society right and they're basically seven different pillars that i feel spark the most conversation amongst us people and 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 there and and there's more beyond the surface in each one of these pillars. Uh, number number one is spirituality and religion, right? And, and a lot of people shy away from those conversations. I don't because I think they're extremely enlightening, and I think we can all learn from each other. Um, so that's one thing we will dive deep and heavy into is spirituality and religion. Um, next pillar is social issues. You know what's going on in society. You know, these are things that cannot be overlooked. And the more dialogue we have, I think the better off we'll be as as a people, as as humanitarians. You know, ultimately, you know, that's what I when I look at myself, that's what I look at myself as. I'm a humanitarian and, um, you know, dealing with these social issues, talking them out um, and bringing dialogue um, amongst our peers is only going to help politics. You know, that's that's another pillar as as much as we may hate to dive into it as much as we may feel a certain way, um, you know, hearing certain things about certain ideas. It's important that we talk to talk about them as a people um, to understand what the other side is 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 talking about. You know, Um, if you are stubborn, (laughs) you know, then you're only getting in your own way. So. um, it's not always the most fun um, conversation, you know, with random people, but it's important. And and, and I think the way we're going to tackle it on this podcast is going to make it really entertaining. Um, so that's that's the third pillar. Um, fourth is film. Uh, look, I'm a filmmaker, um, you know, Dead by Design Films. You know, I'm an independent filmmaker. I um, also do video production. So and you guys out there, a shameless plug, and I don't care because it's my podcast. If you need anything from music videos, documentaries, short films, editing, you want me to film your seven-year-old daughter's recital, whatever it is, uh, hit me up, deadbydesignfilms.com. Um, but also what goes into film, Hollywood, um, you know, versus the independent realm, propaganda, which is a huge a huge situation in the world today as it always has been um uh and social issues all these issues they all intertwine in one way or another and we're going to dig into to that uh, music 
you know, I, I came up with the music background. My family, my, uh, my family is a bunch of musicians. Um, you know, music in our culture intertwines with social issues and, and politics and, and spirituality and, and everything and propaganda. Um, so we're going to dive into that, you know, how the, mu- the music of today is just different than than what I grew up on and what a lot of you grown up on. And, and we're going to dive into that. As I said earlier, we're going to have music guests on here. So obviously that's going to be a topic of discussion. Um, but to me, a very important pillar um, of society as well. Um, and I'll make sure I don't forget any of these because uh, it's important uh, to get all seven of these pillars. Uh, mental health is one of the one of the most important pillars, in my opinion. Um, and finally, it's kind of coming to the forefront a little bit, um, but not enough. And we're going to dive extreme. We're going to dive into mental health as well. And I hope to have some guests um, to, to get to, to shed some light on, on mental health as well, because I think that's incredibly important. And the more we talk about it, once again, um, the better off we are all are as a people. And last um, is sports and and. Just like film, just like music, sports have become, especially in America, have become a main part of our culture and our society, and they have their own social issues. And, you know, we're going to dive into that as well. You know, this isn't a sports podcast. This isn't a boxing podcast, but there are different intricacies within the sporting realm that deal with our everyday lives, deal with society. And that's what we're going to talk about on this podcast. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. I really do. Um, but those are your seven pillars of, of, of society. You know, the, the, the conversation points, the, the areas where I feel like it's important that we, that we dig deep and, and discuss. Um, and, and honestly, a lot of this stuff is mostly brushed over. Um, but they're points of social interaction that I think we all need to have, uh, as a people. And, um, we're going to dig deep and get to the root of, of everybody's psyche. You know, when I have a guest on, they're going to go through what I call the gauntlet, the seven pillars of society gauntlet. I want to know their thoughts on each one of those pillars and how their, you know, how their mind reacts when, when certain things happen, um, you know, within each one of those pillars and where, where they're at, you know, where they're at in today's society based on those seven pillars. So that's kind of the basis of the podcast. And um, I, I look forward to to doing it and and filming it and um, hopefully it being extremely successful. That's 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 the goal. That's the key. But um, you know, let me take a little swig real quick. My little rainbow cup. It don't spill. Got some good vino in there. And um, you know, let's. There's some topics I want to get into. Um, uh, first and foremost. Um, make sure you use the hashtag minds like minds. If um, you're retweeting, you're sharing something uh, on Instagram, anything like that, you know, hashtag minds like minds. Uh, let's 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 push the movement forward. Let's get these people to start thinking because, man, we are in a society of non thinkers of the lazy mind. And, you know, I understand you can't change everyone. And um but I do feel like people today, like they just want to get by. It reminds me of that Talib Kweli song, Get By, like just to get by. Like ever, 
in every single situation, what's going to cause me the least amount of energy to move forward? <laughs> and it's very frustrating to me because I, I, I truly live by the 90-10 rule. I feel like 90% of American society is absolutely clueless. Absolutely clueless. Um, and they fall into, they fall into a group, um, you know, that, that either their peers are in or that they've been raised in and they, they can't get out of that group. It's not, not necessarily that they can't get out of that group. They, they don't even realize they can get out of that group. And to me, that's where the whole clueless comes into play because it's ignorance in a way. Um, and, and not, not ignorance, not, not self-imposed ignorance, but like, um, it's embedded in them ignorance that's embedded already in the, in the fabric of their, of their soul. You know, that's, that's how they were raised. That's, um, kind of who they are and who they've been. And a lot of it, you know, and there's, there's multiple reasons. It could be your, your family. Um, it could have been, you know, uh, who you grew up with, who you're raised by, whatever the case may be. They fall into that. Now, there's a 10% out there that I that I feel like is growing. I do feel like I feel like there's a movement going on. Um, an intellectual movement where more people are actually striving to be uh, to, to 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 acquire more knowledge, to open their eyes, to to challenge things. Um which to me is extremely important. And, and, and if this podcast does one thing, and even if it only influences the mind of one person, that's cool. Hopefully it influences a lot more. But like just to think and to challenge and to kind of push your own mental intellect to a higher level, you know, push against those boundaries, you know, ask the why, not just the what, but the why and the how. You know, those things are important to your own personal self-development, but also for you to expand and, and kind of reach the potential of what you can honestly be. Because those 90% that are in that group that are stuck in the mud, you know, self-imposed or not, you know, they're not going to grow as a people. And in order for us as a society to kind of grow and 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 start to come together more and 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 kind of have a better outlook on life and be better humanitarians it's important that we continue to increase our self development if that makes sense um and it stems from so many things it's it's actually interesting i just read a book called the attunement and man the author should kill me because i forgot her name but i am going to look it up really quick Um, bought the book at, um, the witchery in, in Galveston, actually a great little, little shop for some metaphysical stuff, some, some great literature in there. Um, crystals, um, pendants, all, all kinds of, all kinds of cool stuff. But, um, I read the book in one day and that's a big feat for me. Like <laughs> it, you, like I bought, I have, I purchased, a lot of books where they're still sitting and I have it, you know, maybe I read a chapter and I just hadn't got back to it. You know, 
some you just got to make time to read and, and and that's been tough for me but I literally bodied this book in one day and I'm proud of that because it it kind of it, it got me you know what I'm saying you read a book sometimes and it's just like I don't want to start reading it and uh, I read it from from beginning to end all in one day um Still trying to find this author to give her her props. <laughs> As um, there it is right here. Bam, Melissa Morris, Marissa Morris. I apologize, Marissa Morris. It's called it's called Attunement, and one of the you know it, it really dives deep into kind of how she discovered her inner self and 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 kind of the realms that hover above us <laughs> and around us. Um, and how she was able to tap into that, you know, she, I'm not going to give away the book cause I think you should buy it and read it cause it is very interesting, but you know, she used a personal experience. Like I, I should say it took a personal experience for her to realize that, um, that there was more than there was more, how should I say it? There was more around her than, than what she knew <laughs> let's put it that way um you know it touches upon spirit guides and 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 different levels of consciousness um which you know a lot of us are trying to attain and i personally think all of us should try to at least explore um but one of the key things that she said in this book which i thought was the most fascinating was that she had connected you know um with with um her part of her higher self, basically, um, whether it was a spirit guide or an angel, I can't remember, but, um, through their conversations, you know, it became clear to her that when, when people were worried about the end of the world in 2012 and, and there was the whole December 21st, 2012, the solstice, the Mayan calendar, calendar, all of those, all of those, um, uh, different, you know, situations and news outlets reporting this that and the other whatever people believe in it people not people running for cover people whatever spending all their money because they thought the world was going to end but what she said was with it with her conversations with with other entities in this in this universe that in a sense the world did end in 2012 but it didn't end in a physical sense no it ended in a conscious sense and that more people are going to be searching for other realms and 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 searching to to increase their consciousness and um I thought I found it fascinating because and I don't know if it, well first of all on this show there are no coincidences there's no such thing as a coincidence so that you, you cannot say anything is a coincidence on this show so it's funny because when I think about the shift, the paradigm shift of society, and I can't pinpoint it to 2012 by any means, but if I think about the shift in, in, in the average person's like mental, uh, mental outlook, you know, I feel like more people are making that shift that are trying, that are, that are searching for something. And a lot of them are searching, searching internally. And, you know, you look at, I was reading an article today about religion, religious affiliation, right? 
and um it was fascinating and I'm I'm going to pull it up here so I can get some of these numbers correct so I don't botch them but it said something crazy to the point of like roughly 80% of Americans identified themselves as Christian about 40 40 50 years ago, 40 years ago and, 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 and prior. And today it's about 43. And if you look at some of these charts um, of, of religious affiliation, you will see a larger number that consider themselves either agnostic, um, atheist, or have no affiliation with any quote unquote religion. And as those numbers continue to increase, it, it, it made me think of what she said in that book. It's like people are moving away from religion and, 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 and diving deeper into spirituality. Um, and I don't know if necessarily that's the truth about 2012 and we all there was a shift in consciousness, but it but it kind of lines up. You hear what I'm saying? And I thought it was very fascinating because. I think of myself and my awakening and, and, and kind of the road I went through and, and I'm, and I'm no different than, than anyone else. You know, we all grow up a certain way. We're all kind of led us down a certain path as kids. And then we kind of, at some point we kind of stray on our own to, to kind of find our way. And it's just fascinating to me as I as I continue to see and when I look, it's, you know, when, whether it's on TV or whether it's in any of those pillars I just talked about, you're starting to see more people shy away from religious affili- affiliation more towards spirituality. And it's not to knock religion. You know, we'll have many discussions, <laughs> many discussions on here about religion um, as well as spirituality. Um, it's not to knock religion by any means, but you're starting to see a shift in people's consciousness. People want to know more. People want to dig deeper. People want to be better. I think that's, that's the kicker. People want to be better. I mean, come on, we all, we're all on social media. You know, one of those real uplifting quotes come, we share it, we like it, we comment, oh man, man, I needed that today. Why? Because we all want to be better. We all want to be happy. We all want to kind of get to our, you know, our happy self, our our calm, relaxed, tranquil selves, right? At the end of the day. And when you start to explore spirituality and 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 trying to, you know, kind of dig deeper into your own inner self, you start to really, you start to fall in love with yourself <laughs> in, a, in a way. I mean, because you, you start to feel better, you know, whether it's through meditation or whether it's through discussion like this dialogue, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I've personally, you know, I'm, 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 I'm at that, I'm at a lower level of it because I haven't, I haven't gotten to where I want to be, you know, but I'm, I'm extremely happy with where I am in my awakening. Um, and it took a long time for, for me to get here. I'm 38 years old or about to be 38 years old. Um, and 
you know, I, I do wish that um, I could have got there earlier, but there's a reason, you know, there's a reason why it took this time. And um, just diving into my awakening real quick, like I was, you know, my, my family's Catholic and I was baptized Catholic, um, but I was also my nanny was, you know, my mom had to had to work to support us when I was um, basically a kid up until, you know, a kid up five, six years old. Um, <clears throat> my nanny, she she was a, a Lutheran. So I kind of saw that side. I kind of saw the Catholicism side. And then my mother, you know, was in a relationship with a Muslim. So I saw that side. And growing up, seeing those different ideologies, you know, really had an imprint on me for the way I looked at things, um, specifically the Islam religion. Um, and I remember them having discussions about all this, you know, the differences between Islam and Christianity and this, that, and the other. And they never have arguments or anything like that. You know, it's just more just your basic discussion. Definitely no minds like minds type of discussion, just real basic stuff. But as a kid, you know, you just kind of listen or whatever, and you don't really think anything of it. I remember being in, I, I think I was in seventh grade and I met this kid at, um, in middle school who quote unquote wanted to save me. Right. So went through the whole spiel. You know, I was interested, whatever. And the first thing he wanted to do, because I, I was I was real heavy in, in hip hop at that time. The first thing he wanted to do was to get me to listen to Christian rap. And now Christian rap has definitely evolved. <laughs> but I'm talking like I think this is like 90. I say 92, 93 wasn't quite wasn't quite there yet as far as from an evolving standpoint. <laughs> but anyways, like he wanted me to to get rid literally get rid of all my rap CDs and 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 buy only Christian rap. And you know, I listened to a couple of them and wasn't really feeling them. There was one there was one dude, I can't remember his name. I think it was like T-Bone or something, something like that. T-Bone. Um he was I, but anyway, um, that, that wasn't happening, but you know, he, he quote unquote saved me. I went to these, you know, church retreats and, you know, heard the word and all these things. And, um, you know, I bought in, but I didn't really buy in. It was kind of just one of those things. Um, but I didn't really take a full fledged dive into Christianity until, um, my first marriage. And, she was a a pretty you know pretty hardcore Lutheran Christian, and it was very important to her. And I dove in, I got confirmed, so I went through all those classes to learn everything. I got to ask questions, um, and and they had answers, this, that, and the other, and dove pretty deep into it, and and stayed pretty deep into it for a pretty long time. I'd say from. Almost almost a 12 year run of some pretty heavy Christianity. Um, <laughs> um, and and it's weird. It took while this is all going on, um, you know, Desha- Deshaun Edwards, who's going to like I said earlier, he's going to be on this podcast. Um, 
you know, he he kind of jumped around from, you know, you know, a little bit of Christian here. He got he got kind of deep in some some Islam and I let him tell tell the tell the story. But, you know, we'd have discussions. But I remember he he completely pulled out of religious affiliation before me and I'd go get my hair cut from he's a master barber at uh, June Street Barbershop in Addison. Um, I'd get my hair cut and he would. You know, we we start having these discussions and another good friend of ours, Sheldon Ray Swindell, um, he had been an agnostic for a long time, for years and 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 had, and and did his research. And, and, and in fact, I need to get him on the show, honestly, um, and I work on that. But, um, you know, he would bring up topics and we'd have discussions and I would defend Christianity to the till I was blue in the face Um you know, but all it really did, even though I didn't necessarily agree with some of the things they were saying, what it did was it sparked something in my brain that told me that, look, man, there's a bigger world out there. There's more than what you've been taught down this narrow path. Explore. And I started, and and it was just like that. And it's funny. And here's where irony comes in. And this is why the universe is amazing. (laughs) When I met my wife, my current wife, she was not a Christian. She was, she didn't necessarily have any type of affiliation, but she was, more into nature and crystal healing. And she had interest in Wicca and, and, and metaphysical properties. Right. And I completely shut that down. (laughs) Absolutely shut that down. Um, you know, you're typical, you know, look, if we're going to be married, if we're going to have kids, if we're going to do, if we're going to live our life together, we got to be on the same, the same level. You know, I need you to come to church with me. You know, I need you to find Jesus, all these things, right? And complete, and never even gave her philosophy on life or her, you know, her ideas a chance, like completely shut it down. And Because she loved me, because I meant something to her, she was willing to dive into my world with no questions. Now, that's that that's incredible in itself. Right. So fast forward a few years down the line and here I am. You know, uh, that spark that that Deshaun and, and 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 Ray put in my head, you know, to explore And I start to explore and I start to realize there's so much more out there. You know, I'm buying a book. I'm reading it. Boom. Buy another book. Read it. Boom. Another book. Boom. Getting on the Internet, doing research. Boom. Listening to 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 um, different philosophers around the world. Boom. Studying all the religions, studying Buddhism, studying Islam, studying um, Hinduism, uh, Sikhism. Uh, uh, Judaism, all of, all of it, so I can understand where they're all coming from, right? And 
that's when it just it just my eyes just open that Christianity is not for me. Now it is for some people and it's and I'm not here to knock it by any means. You know, but that's when I realized that it wasn't for me. And it's funny how it comes full circle because now the things that I'm into are the things that my wife was exploring. I'm into crystal healing. I'm into the metaphysical properties of this universe and, and, and energy and, 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 and nature. But that's how, that's how it worked for me. And as I started to, to learn more, I just wanted to learn more and then more. And I'm still on that journey trying to learn more. My wife just recently did a, uh, a Reiki class to learn how to do Reiki healing, which I'm, I need to do one myself. I'm, I'm extremely excited to, about that. And I want to actually get a Reiki healer on here to talk as well. Um, but that's kind of how my awakening took place. And, and as I, as I branched out and really started to see the entire world, you know, I started to realize that you, know, you start to see why I was going down that path in the first place. And I think a lot of those 90%, that 90% I was talking about, I think a lot of it stems from that because of this one word that unfortunately has basically handcuffed society. And it's called conditioning. People are conditioned from the moment they are born. They are conditioned to think a certain way, to look at life a certain way, to worship a certain way, to grow up a certain way, and then to ultimately pass that on to their children a certain way. And, 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 and cognitive dissonance, you know, which is another term that I love because some people, and I shouldn't say so, a majority of people will not stray from, their, from that conditioning because the idea that it could be wrong. Just the thought of it being wrong just can't resonate with them. They can't fathom it. You know, I could tell them that the sky is blue, but if they were told it was green and they've been told it, they've been told that it was green since they were four years old. They ain't, they're not even going to go outside to look. They know it's green. And the conditioning that I know that I had went through and I know that a lot of my peers still suffer from today, you know, is, is something that I, that I wish more people would understand. Cause once you realize that you've been conditioned, you have a chance, you have a chance to break that conditioning. You know, I've, and, 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 and you'll be, you will be, you will be fascinated by how many things in your life change once you break that conditioning because you look at things completely different, completely. It's, um, it's amazing. Honestly, if you, honestly, to me, it's at, it's, it's amazing. You know, um, and 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 I don't want it to. I, don't, I definitely don't want this to come off as um, a, an anti-religion thing because it's not. Because I think there are amazing qualities um, that go along with being a Christian or a Muslim or 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 Jewish or you know whatever the case may be. Right? 
I think there are. I mean, I think the energy that a church congregation can conjure up is, is, is amazing. I think um, the good that can be done with religion is amazing. I think the, 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 the faith and testimony and passion that, that, that certain people have for their religion is amazing. And, and when, when, when they come together, it's, it's absolutely just majestic when you see it, when you see, cause you could feel that energy. Energy is powerful. It's extremely powerful, you know, but there's, there's downsides to that. I mean, there was a discussion on Facebook, um, that I, that, that I jumped into one of my friends had posted something and, um, it kind of got into the perception of violent religions and they were discussing Islam, you know, Islam's considered a violent religion. And the person who was saying that, making that statement, uh, he didn't even say per se perceived. I mean, he was saying it's, it's considered a violent religion. And the person who was saying it was a Christian and, you know, I, I jumped in. I was like, well, I mean, you do realize that Christianity is one of the most violent religions ever conceived to this day. And, you know, we, he didn't want to go down that road. He didn't want to have that kind of dialogue. People get like I said, people get people get a little touchy when when you when you start talking those things. Um, And, and I get it. It's no problem. You know, maybe I'll give him on the show sometime. So, um. But those perceptions have been created for a reason, especially in American society. Because if you look at what a good portion of the people that run this country, if you look at their religious affiliation, you know, a lot of them, you know, specifically and, and, and let's jump into politics real quick because you have you have two sides right now. But and, 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 I, and I don't represent either side. Just throw that out there right now. So I look at everything from from an outside perspective. But you look at a, a Republican party that is highly affiliated with the Christian religion, highly affiliated. Right. Um, so their actions. Their actions are, are byproducts of that. Right. So they are pushing that conditioning onto you. And I think it's important to understand that. <laughs> um, because if we continue to stay conditioned, um, you, you, we're, we're never going to grow. You know, we're never going to ask these questions. We're never going to try and, you know, better ourselves. We're always going to be going down that tunnel. And that, that's how they want. That's how they want it. They want you conditioned. They want you to think a certain way. And the ones that are already conditioned, already in that 90% group that I told you about, that don't even, the idea of thinking outside the box hasn't even sparked their, been sparked in their brain yet, are going to follow like sheep. It, it's, it's happened for, for far too long. Um, far, 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 far too long. Um, it's, it's mind boggling to me how the powers that be have been able to just like subliminally 
separate us and and it and it pours into all these pillars I just talked about um it, it's poured into all of them and you know I look at it like you know the democratic party you know I, I label them they they make false promises like they're so fake they're so and, and I'm not saying every single politician and I'm not saying every single cause they fight for. What I'm saying is in a whole, their their whole mindset as a whole is false promises. You know, they've been talking about bettering society for the less fortunate, for the minorities, for those who weren't given uh, the same opportunity as others for decades and they've had presidents and they've had senators and they've had people, you know, who've had power to make make a difference. And it just hasn't happened. You know, it's like they know what to say. To get the vote. But they don't really. They can't really follow it up with any action. And then on the other side, you've got the Republicans who, like I said earlier, are representing the conditioned. And they battle each other, which at the end of the day, they're all playing for the same team. But it's just it's it's mind boggling. It's laughable. Um, You know, an exercise I tell everyone, everyone to do. Is to jump into jump into the comments of either a CNN story or a Fox News story and see it's almost like you live in two different countries. You know, it's it it just doesn't matter. And, and it's funny because like you have a certain sect of people who don't believe there are actual social issues that are happening in our country. Right. They just no. it's 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 just the Democrats. They're <laughs> they're just putting in your face so you can think they're social issues. What? obviously reported and commented from someone who is not um, living in any type of social uh, social situation, right? And then you got the other side, you know, who wants to blame the other side for everything. So what do you have? You know, when, when you take a step back and you completely completely eliminate yourself from that from those affiliations then you can see a, a you know a little bit clearer it ain't gonna help much because i tell you this you know it's from someone who doesn't have an affiliation and you know i can agree with certain things that republicans do and certain things that democrats push for and, and vice versa you know at the end of the day it's what are you gonna do you know it's just stupid that so many people take their affiliation more serious than humanity. You know, there's there's a truth somewhere in the middle there. Um, you know, you get you know, Trump, you know, wants to call out fake news, and some of it is fake. I mean, when I have to read a story about Malik Yoba, who happens to like trans women, is that a story? I'm not sure that my day could have went on unless I knew that information. Like, 
Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Who cares what he likes? Who cares what I like? Who cares what you like? That's not news. So I see where he may be coming from there. But a lot of it is bullshit because, you know, I mean, he's like we we can we, we could d- devote a whole podcast to Donald Trump, you know. <laughs> but the truth is, is that he's full of shit. And, you know, he's he's about his agenda. You know, at the end of the day, if you're not a part of his agenda, then, hey, you know. You're fake or you're not, you know, you're not important. Um, You know, my. Real quick on, on, on Trump, you know, my, my biggest issue with him. And look, every president has issues. Don't don't let's not get it twisted. Let's not act like Barack Obama was the greatest president of all time or anything. He had his own issues and, and Bush had his own issues. And but my biggest issue with Trump from a social standpoint is that. You. You are subliminally leading a revolution. That's separating our country. And you know you have that power, even though that may not be your intent. Or at least maybe initially it wasn't your intent. But you're not doing anything to stop it. And I think the reason you're not doing anything to stop it is because you know that if you do create that separation, that you got votes in the back and you know that you're appeasing other people um, that are, let's just say, extremely wealthy in our country. You're, you're, you're appeasing them so you can get their backing. So it's all for personal gain. But my thing is, whether that's your intention or not, whether your intention, like, I don't think Donald Trump one day said, hey, I want to be president so I can lead a white Christian revolution so we can take our country back. I don't. That's personally my belief. I could be completely wrong. Maybe that's the whole thing. (laughs) Maybe that's what it's all about. But I do think that he knows the power of his words. He knows what he says, a very calculated individual, and he knows the reaction he's going to get. And I don't, and he makes the choice to do nothing to stop it. So that is my biggest issue with him. You know, I'm not going to come on here and talk every policy in this, that, and you know, he's done some decent, some bad, whatever. You know, the point is, like, to me, as the leader of this nation, it's your responsibility to to understand the power that you have. And I think he understands and I should say I think he understands it, but it's your responsibility for the for the reaction to that power. To the byproduct of his of your words. So that's my biggest my biggest issue there. But ultimately, it, it, it really comes down to <coughs> two sides playing both sides of the fence and, and duping us into, into that game. You know, you, we, ha- we have a massive shooting 
in uh, in South Texas, right? And you got half the people blaming Trump. You got the other half um, saying it was set up by 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 the Democrats because they want they want to get rid of gun laws. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's where we're at with this. You know, a major tragedy in this country, and and we want to fight over the the genesis of it. That's not what humanitarians do. Like that's 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 not coming from a good place at all. And I think I think it's important that we realize that. You know, as a people, um, and, and going forward, I really think it's important that we realize that. Um. <clears throat> and you see it everywhere. You know, the 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 entertainment pillar, the film, the film and music pillars that that I wanted to to touch upon. Um you see it in you see it in movies, you see it in music. You know, if you look at look, I'm I, I'm an indie filmmaker, you know, I've I've been to film festivals. I I've talked to people that that have had, you know, movies get distributed and whatnot. And <clears throat> it's a very plastic industry. Um, and, and if you look at the people that run it, you start to understand why. It's the same thing with the music industry. I mean, when you have, you basically have five major corporations that damn near run every type of media in the mainstream that, 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 that you use, right. You know, whether it's AT&T, um, which just bought out time Warner, um, you've got Disney who, you know, they're about to release their, their platform. Um, Sony, when it comes to music, um, what's the, um, the other one. Oh, National Amusements. That's right. CBS, CBS and Viacom uh, as well. You have when you have the same people, when you have the when you have four to five different companies controlling everything. Like, you know, that from an at least from an artistic standpoint, you know, that that. You're talking about a very shallow industry, right? You know, that's why you see so many rehash movies and remakes and 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 big budgets going behind um franchises right as opposed to you know a, a great story or a new movie or an up-and-coming actor or an up-and-coming director. now that's just not how it works because it's you know at the end of the day it comes out of money right but you also see this is the things i want you guys to look at you'll also see so much propaganda in commercials in in, in movies and television shows um, run by certain networks, right? You know, if they want to push an agenda, they will push it. They will push it. Um, and those are some just things you need to key key on. And, and I promise you, once you start exploring, and like I said, getting to know yourself and this whole spiritual development and this and your own awakening, you'll start to notice those things a lot more. You will. You know, real quick, um, another another example of what I feel is as people becoming more conscious is look at the the vegetarian and vegan movement going on right now, right? Health conscious people, conscious parents, 
right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a vegetarian. My, my daughter's a, a, a vegan, actually. You know, my wife's vegetarian. We're raising our daughter, um, two years old. She's a vegetarian. You know, you're, you're starting to see that movement come into play. I mean, damn, KFC got vegan, vegan nuggets and, and Burger King got a, a plant-based burger and Carl's Jr. has a Beyond Burger and, and you're starting to see it. You're starting to see it in your face. And, and, and it goes back to this, this spiritual awakening that I feel like the society is really gravitating towards and whether or not, you know, uh, Marissa Morris was writing her book, the attunement or not. It's, it's pretty interesting. Remember there, there are no coincidences. So, um, yeah, but you, you can see it in film. You can see it on shows. Um, you know, in the, in the film industry, we're still, we're, as 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 a Hispanic myself, you know, we're still fighting, you know, non-whites. We're still fighting for our spot in 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 Hollywood or in the film industry. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's where we're at. And and it's not by accident. When you look at the people that are running these companies. You think Summer Redstone is 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 upset because there's not enough minority you know, uh, uh, entrepreneurs and, 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 and directors and, and, and filmmakers and, and top notch actors. Do you really think that he's, he's up at night? Like, damn, I need to find me a Puerto Rican director. Nah, nah, come on. It's all, it's all systematic. It's all systematic. You know, music's no different. Right now, we're like I grew up on. I grew up on a hip hop culture that that I will admit that raised me. You know, I grew up on a hip hop culture that that had a voice for 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 people, people in you know going through struggle, oppression, um, who who wanted a voice, who wanted to to speak their mind. You know, in, in a way that was extremely artistic, extremely artistic, uh, and and sometimes even poetic. And to see what it has turned into, and and I'm not knocking anyone individually, because there's some cats that 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 get down. Don't get me wrong, um, but overall, and I'll say it plain and simply, there's just a lot of bullshit out there, like. I can't believe people actually like it. And and with the way my mind works, always asking questions, thinking beyond the behind the curtains and, and, and beneath the surface, like this is conditioning at its best, like through music, because music just integrates with the culture. And integrates with society on a day to day level, you know, our fashion, our talk. It's all a byproduct of the music and, and film as well. Don't get me wrong. But music, especially in the urban culture, is extremely influential. And when you have artists that are portraying a lifestyle of just, I'm sorry, ignorance, absolute ignorance, and you have kids growing up listening to this 
being conditioned from these artists. You know, you we have a real big dilemma because like the influence, like I know how I was influenced by hip hop. I can only imagine what they're the way they're being influenced by hip hop. Because it never promotes any type of growth within the urban culture. It all it does is really promote bullshit. All the all the shit we're trying to get away from. The the whether it's the drug use or you know the 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 slave mentality and the the chasing a dollar type of mentality that that's being spewed through this quote unquote new age hip hop culture is um it, it really rubs me the wrong way and it, it's a discussion that man I man I love I I love to just just dive into because. Like I turn on, it's hard for me to listen to anybody, literally anybody anymore, unless it's Kendrick or Cole or, you know, one of, one of the, one of my old school cats, man. I, <coughs> I can't do it. I just can't do it. Cause I can't, I can't, I can't relate to it. And like, me, like mentally, I feel like I'm above, like I'm above what they're saying because they're not, they're not telling me anything that makes me feel good. They're not telling me anything that's uplifting. And on top of that, from a skill level, they're kind of whack, but that's, that's, that's beyond the point. My point, my point is, is that like when you, once again, you have a culture has been infiltrated by a bunch of artists that are doing nothing but dumbing down the society. absolutely dumbing down the society and these kids and these ones growing up you know that are being influenced by hip-hop and and i and i keep reiterating that because i know how i was influenced by hip-hop i know how a lot of my peers were influenced by hip-hop to 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 hear this and see the success it's having and it's only gonna get worse it's just a um it's a tough situation it it really is tough um Hopefully, hopefully something changes, but I just don't, I don't see it. Um, um, and a lot of it, you know, um, and, and the biggest effect is the urban culture. It just is. Because we relate, we relate to, to, to the art form different, you know, um, you know, it's ours, right? Like, like if you think, if you look at the roots of hip hop, you know, that it's ours, you know, from graffiti to DJ and to MC and to breaking, like that's ours. And, and to see, and, and, and the crazy art form is supposed to <coughs> innovate. It's supposed to elevate. It's supposed to evolve. And it hasn't like, it's going backwards. It's getting worse. And it's not even an old culture. We're talking you know, late seventies, right? So what, what, 40 years, we're talking 40 years and the art form has already, is already showing a a steep decline, probably from the early to mid 2000, you know, like I said, art's supposed to evolve and it just hasn't done that. 
Uh, I wanted to, to touch, you know, from a, from a sports standpoint, another pillar, you know, you got, look, I got my Browns hat on. You got football starting this week. You know, once football starts, it, it, it completely takes over the country. <laughs> That's the power of, 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 of the NFL. It's the power of the NFL. You know, you have in NFL such a great topic. It, it, it really is because it's such a microcosm of our country. You have 32 teams. Um, basically, I think, OK, you have one minority owner, uh, owner of the Jaguars. And the rest are a bunch of old, rich white men. Nothing wrong with that. Not hating on the money, <laughs> but. And they control an industry that is one of the most successful corporations in the world. Right. All, all these owners are billionaires. Right. And this sport, this league is the most popular league in the country and, and probably the most popular everything in there, a talking point, entertainment, entertainment outlet, the most popular entertainment outlet in the country is the NFL. So when you have social issues integrated into the NFL, it's always going to be a major talking point. I mean, the president was involved in it, right? You know, the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, and now you got the Jay-Z situation, which is a perfect segue for music, right? Because you could say, like, like, look at, think, 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 just, okay, I'm going to backtrack to music real quick. Think about that for a second. You have, think of Jay-Z, right? Reasonable Doubt came out in, what, 96, um, you know, and so he's, what, 23 years strong. Granted, I don't really look at him as a rapper anymore because, to me, after the Black Album, it was all, but, hey, he produced Reasonable Doubt. And the blueprint and the black album. So you can't say nothing about Jay. He's 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 in discussion for that top five. And and, and we'll get into that at some point too. Um <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But 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 back to the back to the topic, right? You got Jay-Z partnering with the NFL. After all that's happened, after all the social issues, after the Colin Kaepernick situation. You've got Jay-Z partnering with the NFL, right? And kind of co- causing uproar. And, and I understand why. But but when you look at what Jay-Z is and has become the first billionaire rapper, right? Billionaire rapper. Think about that. If I would have told anybody 20 years ago that there would be a billionaire rapper, they would have laughed in my face. But he's a billionaire rapper. This is a absolute businessman. And when you look, he's one of them now. And what I mean by that, he is one of the elite. Once you hit a certain dollar figure, you know, you ain't you ain't really rolling with the same cats that you came up with. Right. So he's a billionaire. He's making money moves. This was a money move. And the end result is what he wants to be an owner. How do you become an owner? Well, you start small. You know, you could become a minority owner to a, to a franchise. Yes, of course. But why not partner with the NFL? Get in, get in with 
each of the other owners, you know, um, ease his way into the room, as, as I should say, right? You think he's going to put Colin Kaepernick and those social issues above his own personal plan? No, he's not going to do that. Why? And it's not to, it's not to knock Jay-Z and, and, and necessarily say he's fake or anything like that. It's like he's just on a different tra- trajectory and he's going to make moves that are going to better him and his company and, and, and his, his own personal wealth and his family. Like that's what he's about now. I would not expect anything less from him. I don't, ex- I didn't, I, I, did, I don't expect him to turn down that kind of deal regardless of what the social situation is, right? You know, just like, you know, when he was, he was um, performing for Hillary Clinton at the, the, the Democratic um, National Convention. You know, he would, he would never say anything bad about Donald Trump or anything. Not that he should have, but he wouldn't because he's a businessman. Like he's never going to, he's not going to shut a door on anybody. Like opportunity arises and he's going to jump. That's why he is a billionaire. I mean, those are that's the type of mindset that these guys have. So his situation with the NFL is not surprising. Do I agree with it? You know, not. I mean, honestly, when I look at the whole NFL situation. You have to pull yourself out of it and take your personal personal um, personal beliefs and anguish out of it. Right. And look at it from an outside perspective, right? <clears throat> what Colin Kaepernick did was his right. And, 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 and there's no doubt, and I don't think there's any discussion, there's any argument that he was blackballed from getting the job. Because if you, if you watch any of the preseason, you've seen some of these quarterbacks. My God. I mean, he, Colin Kaepernick won the, you know, he won Jim Kelly or nothing, but he, he, could, play, he could play the position. You know what I'm saying? He went to a Super Bowl. Um, so there's no doubt that he was blackballed, but look who the owners are. (laughs) They're part of that elite group that I've been talking about that, 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 that run this country, that run this organization, this league, that is the most powerful entertainment outlet in America, right? There's no way in the world they were going to allow him into their league with the with the sponsors they have and 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 the people they have to answer to and 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 their business interests you got to like it doesn't make it right no but it is what it is my question to you is did you shut your TV off on Sunday are you going to shut your off shut off your TV this Sunday are you not going to play fantasy football it's entertainment that's what it is. And, you know, Colin Kaepernick, he settled and, you know, he made he made his money and, you know, he's got a Nike deal and he's doing what he does. And Jay-Z comes in and he makes his deal and he makes his money and he does what he does. It's one of those it is what it is situations. Is it right? Hell no, it's not right. It's not right. But just look at the top. 31 out of 32, the owners are old white men or women. They're part of the same clique. They go to the same parties. They, you know, 
go to the same massage parlors, whatever, whatever the case may be. So it just is what it is. I mean, I, I just don't, it didn't surprise me that Jay-Z was a part of it. That's all. I mean, look, go to my boxing background, you know, Jay-Z, um, Rock Nation, they signed boxers, right? They had a boxer that literally almost lost his life in the ring. And they wouldn't pick up a medical bill. They didn't have insurance for him. Like they did not handle their business the way that I think they should protect their clients and their athletes, right? Money. I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to money. And and <clears throat> that's what this came down to, truthfully and honestly. Speaking of boxing, um, you know, I watched a um, interview with Andre Ward, and and it was just they were just talking about the boxing business, and and a lot of um, you know, boxing, boxing's funny because it's like the wild wild west. And it's one of the last entity entities <laughs> that that's actually somewhat mainstream and, you know, cause it's not super mainstream, but you know, somewhat mainstream that, that is, that is like that, that can actually operate in that manner. You know, when you think of the NFL and all the regulations they have in the league and, you know, major league baseball and the NBA and, you know, this, that, and the other, and then you got old boxing over here just kind of does what they do. You know, they don't, you know, they can get away with damn near everything. And no one really cares because it's not super mainstream like the NFL. It's not in your face every five minutes like the NFL or the NBA. But that's neither here nor there. <coughs> Cole's kind of catching up with me a little bit. Um, look, I'm gonna finish off with mental health, man. And it's the last pillar, and and to me, it's one of the most important pillars because I don't know necessarily if it's more prevalent because people are more aware of it or if more people are suffering from it, from it or that it's just come out to the forefront but regardless it's not enough you know it, it's great that we have athletes coming out Kevin Love um DeMar DeRozan uh, and and uh, and other um athletes um and actors and actresses and 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 there's just more there's just a movement going on a little bit of a movement for mental health and, and and that's great. It's just not enough. I think it comes down to education. Like we have to become more educate educated on these things, especially with our kids. Um, you know, the signs, the the making sure they get diagnosed correctly, making sure that they look for alternative medicines and 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 alternative lifestyles that can help with these mental health uh, with mental health. Uh, what I mean by that is like there there are plenty of books out there. There are plenty of practices out there that shy away from medicine. Like medicine should never be our first resort ever. And you go to like a homeopathic um, uh, doctor or or um, practice and, you know, they're not going to put they're not going to put pills down your kid's throat. You know, they're going to look for alternative like what's causing your ADHD or, or anxiety, or if it's depression or whatever, they're, they're, they're going to look for different avenues on trying to find the root cause, um, of the situation. And I understand some of the, some of the mental illnesses, um, 
sometimes they're hereditary or sometimes there's a chemical imbalance or whatever the case may be. And sometimes medicine is the only way. So I'm not, I'm not saying don't take the, take medicine. I'm saying that do your research, like kind of like everything I've said throughout this entire podcast, right? Like take time to research and, 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 and find answers because there's, there's a lot out there, right? Um, and, and it's important, you know, I've, man, I can't even, I can't even begin to list the amount of people I know who suffer from some form of, of mental, mental illness. It's, um, it's crazy. And, and, and we've all lost people because of it. And, you know, what, especially for the urban culture, it's always been a stigma, right? It's always been a a sign of weakness, and that's sad because it's 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 not it's 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 no different than a physical ailment, you know. In, in fact, it's more it's more it's more powerful than a physical ailment because a physical ailment can be healed, right? The mind, the you know, a mental illness sometimes can't be healed. Sometimes it's something that you have to live with, something that you have to adjust your life towards. And the worst part about it is perception. Like the person next to you, the person you go to work with and talk with every day could be going through hell in their mind, in their head, and put on a facade that you couldn't believe, put on a mask that you would never in a million years think that they're actually dealing with something until it's too late. You know, so back to the root of being a humanitarian, you know, and of, of, of loving people, of spreading love. Like when you, when you, when you walk into work or you see someone at the coffee shop or, or, you know, at the mall and, you know, you say, Hey, you know, how's it going? You know, don't, if, if you're asking the question, you know, really ask the question, you know, how are you doing? Oh, wow. Elaborate, you know, um, try to make somebody's day, you know, try to try to compliment someone at least once a day, you know, spread love. The more love you put out there, that that positive energy, you know, collective energy expands. So the more energy that we put out there, the more positivity, the more positive energy we put out there, the more positive energy is going to be around us. And more positive things will happen. So it, it's important to understand those things. Um, you know, if you see, a, you know, if you see a sign, if you see anything, anything that that may may lead you to believe somebody's going through something, you know, take the time, take the time to take that step. You know, at least at least at least offer. You know your 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 friendship, your your time. You know, time, that's, that's another concept that has really fractured our society is because nobody feels like they have enough time. I was thinking today, cause I was going to talk, I was thinking of things I was going to talk about on the podcast and one of them was, um, meditation, you know, I was going to, and maybe we'll get to it in, in, in another episode, but you know, one of the biggest things you hear from people, whether it's reading a book or meditating or, or do, doing something to to 
develop yourself, right? To 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 just better yourself. It always comes down to time. They just don't have enough time. Yet we'll spend, I don't know, what do you think? Five to six hours. You know, throughout the day, five, maybe five hours on our phones, scrolling through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, right? Or binge watching, I don't know, what's the what's the hottest thing on, on, on Netflix right now? You know, whatever it is, you know, or the last the last season of Orange is the New Black. I don't know. <clears throat> but we can't we can't pencil in 15 minutes to meditate. Right. To isolate ourselves and meditate or maybe 30 minutes to an hour to read to read a book. Right. So time, this whole concept of time, it just really it's just really taken over our lives, really has handcuffed us and conditioned us, honestly, because time, I say time and time again, it's an illusion. It was created to measure, yet it controls our lives. So when you see somebody who might be having a bad day, shoot them a compliment. Ask them what's wrong. And when they say nothing, you know, don't be afraid to follow up with, are you sure? You know, those little things, you never know. One conversation can change everything. Everything. And I promise you, I don't care who you are listening to this podcast. You know someone close to you, family member, a friend, or, or, or something, or someone, colleague, that's suffering from a mental illness. And you might not even know it, but somebody is. So keep your eyes open. You say what? Well, one out of four? One out of four people suffering from some, some form of mental illness. I mean, you, you mingle, you, you operate, you... You know, you you meet, you you pass by probably 20 to 30 people a day at least. So if my math is right, that's about five to six people that probably are suffering from a mental illness. Not to mention, you know, people in your family. So take it seriously and educate yourself. Like if you if you if you're in a relationship with someone who's suffering from a mental illness, educate yourself on that mental illness. Like know that shit like the back of your hand. Understand everything about it because the more you know about it, the more you can, you'll understand the situation. Because if And if you don't, you're just asking for issues, you know, within that relationship. You know, if you have a, a child that's suffering from a mental illness, you know, it's your kid. You know, go... You may have to make sacrifices. You may have to change their diet. You may have to read some books on how um, certain foods may react with something in their brain that causes episodes, right? <coughs> those are the types of th- those are the type of enlightening things you need that, that we need to do and not allow time or the concept of time, the illusion of time to hold us back from 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 doing the things that are going to better us and, and the people around us like let's not allow time to do that to us and and i'm guilty of it too like i said i got books just collecting dust that i need to read 
my meditation game is not where it needs to be. You know, I meditate probably a few times a week. I should be doing it at least once a day, at least once a day. Like that should be a part of my daily regimen, but it's not. Why? Concept of time. Well, look, I hope you enjoyed the first episode. Um, I enjoyed doing it. Uh, it was mostly an overview of what the podcast is going to be about. Um, I touched on a few things here and there, but um, look, definitely if, if you're interested in being a part of this, jump on my Facebook page, Dead by Design Films, and join the group Minds Like Minds Podcast. Make sure you're constantly using the hashtag Minds Like Minds whenever you're sharing or retweeting. I appreciate all the love that I've gotten so far and, and for anyone who will in the future. Um, all this brought to you by Dead by Design Films. All your video production needs, filming needs, you know, you got a wedding coming up, you got a, your kid plays football, whatever. I put together a highlight reel, whatever the case may be, whatever you need that a camera can capture. I'm here for that 100%. I also want to plug my wife's business. It's a natural parenting boutique, Pretty in Purple. Uh, you can check it out, prettyandpurplebaby.com. Look, you got a little one. Um, you know, if you cloth diaper, you know, it, it, it's a may Look, at the beginning, I, I was a little skeptical about cloth diapering. But when we actually did it and I actually saw how much it helped our daughter's skin and, and also just how much better it is for the environment, you should definitely give it a try. But also, she has all kinds of stuff. Like I said, it's a natural parenting boutique. She's got everything from lotions to creams to uh, toothpaste to all natural, all natural stuff. Great, great place to so check that out. That's www.prettyandpurplebaby.com. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at RL Malpica uh, or um, on Instagram at RL underscore Malpica. And I uh, can't wait for the next episode. You guys all have a good one. Peace.